Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back as we begin a brand new series on time and performance hacks. This is going to be chock full of great ideas on how you can perform at higher levels, get more done in less time, and just become more streamlined in how you function on a day-to-day. So I think you're really going to like this one. Um, It's a a bit more lighthearted than the ones we've had the last couple of times, but if you've missed any of those series, I would encourage you to go back because it really is about completely changing, rewiring your heart and mind if you want to see a real difference. So even these time and performance hacks, although incredibly useful, if you are having a lot of trouble internally, in other words, you feel stressed, you feel anxious, you feel upset all the time, it's hard to make any of this other stuff stick. But I think we're going to go ahead and cover some of these today and uh, walk through this series as I have a whole bunch of ideas. We'll see how many I get through in an effort to help you to refine your systems on a day-to-day and become a super performer. Well, I'm ready to get started. Number one, time and performance hack. This one was ranked number one in surveys that were done on those that were high performers. And it's 76% of them agreed that holding yourself accountable to what you say you will do is absolutely enormous in terms of being able to be a high performer. I've had multiple clients in my office who, when they fall short of wanting to establish a certain habit or routine in their schedule and begin to make changes that will drastically change their lives, want it so badly but yet keep falling short of the goal and then they beat themselves up. That is very counterproductive. What you want to do is when you fall short of the goal, make a decision that you won't break it again and tell someone if you need to and have them hold you in account. Because the more often that you break your word with yourself, the more you don't trust yourself to follow through with what it is that you say you're going to do. So I'm not saying that to make you beat yourself up further, but rather to take this a bit more seriously. I've said this before, and you know, if you have a, a loved one, that, say for example, and God forbid, that you have to care for them because of an accident or a sickness, you know, a, a serious illness of some kind, you would find a way to, to get up at 4 or 3 o'clock, midnight, whatever, to make sure that you took care of them because you care about them that much and you have a servant attitude and you're a person of excellence but you have to be that way to yourself you have to because the better you are to you the the better that you're going to feel about yourself and therefore the more the more uh uh, powerful you're going to be in serving others okay and i hope that makes sense to you okay next one they are very driven. People who are, you know, very high performing in, in time per, in performance are those that are exceptionally high in being driven to the point of doing it relentlessly until it happens. Okay, so 74% are driven in comparison to others. In fact, they're 2.2 times more determined to succeed than the others because of their driven mindset. So if you don't have a driven mindset and you say to yourself, well, you know what? I'm just not born that way. It's just not me. I'm, you know, it's just not my personality to be driven. And, you know, and I, and I get that. And to some degree, that may be true, uh, especially with certain areas. But I really firmly believe that you have to inflate the why to become driven. In other words, you know, whatever goal you have, whatever you want to accomplish in life, 
Uh, you have to want it so badly. And the only way that you can want it badly enough is to increase the reason why you're doing it, okay? This is often why I use science in my talks and when I train with uh, in coaching and training and doing corporate training. Because when people understand the mechanics behind their body and how they can literally manipulate their physiology to feel more powerful, to reduce paralyzation of the mind by lowering cortisol, by increasing oxytocin, dopamine, simply by changing things in their routine, now it makes a lot more sense to actually take the effort and do what it takes to make it happen. Well, that's just one example of many examples. When we have, again, and I'll go back to the example I just used, you know, if you have a loved one that's in trouble and that needs you, your why is huge. I mean, you've got to do this. You want this person to live. And so you, your why is absolutely enormous. So whatever you have to do to inflate your why in, in terms of what it is that you want to accomplish or what habit you want to form will make you a driven person. You will be driven. And all of us are driven about some things. I mean, some of us are driven about about the weekends. <laughs> some of us are driven about, you know, uh, that vacation we want to go on. <laughs> but find ways to be driven about the things that can make you extremely productive, can help you earn that fortune or maybe get that dream home or, or even just be able to send your kids to college. Find ways to become driven by inflating the why in your life, okay? And then time for one more. Those who are highly productive and able to accomplish their goals in time and performance are very proactive, okay? 67% say that they are proactive versus only 25% of the rest. Um, you cannot be reactive. In fact, the more reactive you are, the more frustration, the more disappointment, the more upset, the more angst, and the more poverty or struggle or scarcity you'll run into in life. That's just the truth of it. So when you are proactive and you're thinking ahead about what you need to accomplish and you're doing what it takes to line that up to the best of your ability and you know trying to even predict to some degree what has to happen for the next thing to happen, you are going to increase your odds dramatically in being able to accomplish your goals. So this is a reason why when I do coaching with people, I give them something called a performance transformation tool. And it's an actual tool that they use at the beginning of the week, at the end of the week, to track not only their, or, or actually be proactive about their performance that week, but then to, to also score or look at how they did at the end of the week and then raise the bar to just continue to improve and go higher and higher and higher in their abilities to accomplish their goals and see their vision to fruition. So these are just some things journaling can work too. There's a lot of other uh, apps out there and tools that you can use. Uh, but, but again, you've got to be doing things that are very proactive in order to see the best. So um, I've gotten through three of them today. I plan on getting to a whole bunch more as we continue on through this series. I hope that you will continue to join me and share it with somebody it might benefit because we are going to be on fire in this series together. Now this is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine. And it is about your routine. And as you change your habits, you will change your life. Want to reach out to me? Feel free to do so on Facebook or LinkedIn. I'd love to hear from you. Have a fantastic, highly productive day. Thank you for joining